Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Dare to Self Care. I'm Jen, lifestyle YouTuber and your host of this podcast, where we dive deep with insightful guests to find out how self care has played a role in their success. Welcome to our community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our community. It's Jen. I'm excited to be chatting with you guys today for a full solo episode. So you have just me, myself, and I for the hour. Let's unwind. Grab yourself a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, start your walk whenever or wherever you are listening to me. Let's let's settle in and let's chat. <laughs> Before we get into the topic of today's episode, let's start with what was in alignment for me this week and what was out of alignment for me this week, and I hope you guys reflect on the same for your weeks. Also, if you ever need anyone to talk to or to hear you out on reflecting on your week, feel free to DM me at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's on Instagram because I would love to be able to hear you guys out as well. There's this new feature on Spotify where I can ask polls or ask questions. So maybe I'll try that out and ask you guys what was in in alignment or out of alignment for you each week. We'll see. I'll see what I can do. If you're listening on Spotify, go see if you can find the question that I posted and let me know if it's there. Okay. So what was in alignment for me this week was a few things. Let's start career related. So I had the best time. Something that I'm realizing is where my main passion lies is in hosting. So with the podcast, with YouTube, like that's what I love. It's not Instagram or any of these more like surface level or or photography type things. It's very much being able to host and share my personality and engage with a community. Like that's where my love lies. So I finally made a video I've been talking about wanting to make for a while for my YouTube channel where I am showing you guys the five best coffee shops in lower Manhattan to work from. So good Wi-Fi, good coffee. There's outlets. There's a bathroom. It's harder to find than you think. And I had my friend Sydney, shout out Sydney, follow me around with my camera and make it very like documentary style. I was basically hosting in my mind like a Netflix series, (laughs) but super still like my personality, my YouTube channel, like very vloggy as well. So it's not like too formal or professional by any means. So I just had so much fun doing that. I was like watching the footage over and over again. It just felt very in alignment, very in tune with, you know, what I love to do. It just felt right. I loved it. So I'm excited to keep doing videos like that out and about in New York City having someone follow me. It was, I just loved it. I'm super excited about that video. So subscribe over on YouTube and stay tuned for all this new and exciting content. I think I mentioned last week that Lucy Fink, who is on this podcast, is helping me just re-strategize and 
figure out how to up-level my production quality and all of that for YouTube. So that's been super exciting. And I'm just very, I'm excited for 2022. Already got started on filming a bunch of new content, but I feel like 2022 is just going to be our year, a year of YouTube. So I'm very excited. And then other than that, like on a more personal note, even though that's very personal to me, I had a lot of quality time with friends, with Ethan. It was our 10-year anniversary last week. I just, can you even believe 10 years? We're high school sweethearts and I'm still obsessed with him. We wrote each other like the most thoughtful cards. We went to this amazing French restaurant for date night. It was like there's six people in the restaurant at all times. There's like two tables and then a few bar seats. And if you sit at the bar, which we did, you get to watch this man cook incredible French food, just a one-man show behind the bar all night. We had red wine. It's like a romantic, cute restaurant. It's called Le French Diner in, I think, yeah, it was on the Lower East Side and it was just amazing. Then one of my best friend's surprise parties was on Saturday. We just had the best time. I... Went to the Rangers game with Ethan last night, which was so fun. It was such a good game. We got our favorite ramen beforehand from a place called Ichiran. They're also in Japan. I mean, it's the sickest ramen you'll ever eat. So between quality time, food, and doing what I love with YouTube, I I had a really great week. What was out of alignment, I would say? I feel like I've said this so many times, but I just cannot get into a meditation routine for the life of me. I did try getting back into Wim Hof breath work again, which I loved. So I'm going to try to make that more of my routine. But I just can't quite get myself to fully devote time to Kundalini. Kundalini is not it for me right now. I love it so much. I feel so spiritually connected to it, but it's just not sustainable for me every single morning. I don't know what it is. I think I'm just in a very like, I hate to use the word manic, but just like I'm very focused on work, like my YouTube and my content right now and helping Shelby out with her content. And there's just a lot going on that I feel very on the go. And it's hard for me to take a minute to just sit. So I've been channeling it in other ways in journaling. I was very into journaling this past week. But meditation is just not it for me right now, which kind of leads us into this episode. So without further ado, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the amazing reviews. We have over 83 reviews on this podcast and I'm building out my website right now. And these reviews have been so, so helpful. So thank you. If you have not left a review yet, please do. They not only mean the world to me just to be able to see it, but they really help the algorithm. They really help guests want to come on the podcast when they or their publicists are looking at the podcast. They see all your amazing reviews. So thank you so much. And please leave one if you haven't yet. I feel like Spotify is going to start rolling those out too. So I will keep you posted when they have official reviews up. And don't worry, I will give you a friendly reminder to go give me a review over there. So let's get into it. Today, we are going to chat about how to find the right self-care rituals for you and how to start a self-care routine that you'll actually follow. And that all starts with finding the right self-care rituals for you. So Let's start with the why. With anything, you need to have a why behind something to actually want to do it and feel motivated to do it and to also just understand the greater purpose. So why? Self-care is not just a face mask, a temporary band-aid to make you feel better in the moment. It totally can be. That's definitely part of it, obviously. Like if you're having a really hard day and you just need to treat yourself, 
to either cooking a meal without a podcast on or ordering in and watching reality TV or doing a face mask. Like obviously these temporary fixes are self-care. It's taking care of yourself, giving yourself what you need in a given moment. But what I've learned from speaking with so many amazing people on this podcast, particularly from an episode with Matt West, that, that episode really stands out to me. And what I learned is that it's important to find healthy tools that work for us so that when we are in distress or we're anxious or we're grieving or we're feeling lost, we have those healthy tools to choose from in our toolbox that we know will make us feel better physically, mentally, emotionally, instead of reaching for negative, toxic tools in our toolbox that will not help us. So self-care can also be hard because a lot of the times self-care, something as hard as starting therapy and dishing your whole life story, which can feel super intimidating and super hard to dive into, a lot of the times things like that can lead to a ton of healing and self-awareness. So it can lead to a really secure, safe, intimate relationship with a third party that you can turn to when you don't know where else to go or who else to turn to, rather than the alternative, developing a more unhealthy habit like turning to alcohol or binge eating. So something that might seem super hard like therapy can lead to something beautiful and a great tool to have in your toolbox rather than these tools that are not going to help us at all. So not everything that's considered self-care is going to make you feel good in the upfront. You might fucking hate writing and no matter how many times you try journaling, it just stresses you out and it's just not for you. And that's fine. So that's why at the start of every podcast, I like to ask everyone what their self-care tip is because it shows that There are infinite ways to practice self-care and there's something for everyone and there are different things that work for different people. So many people have said journaling on my podcast, but in completely different ways, which we will dive into. So now that we understand the why behind exploring these self-care practices, now we might be like, okay, but where do I start? I want to find something that makes me feel good. I understand the why behind it, but like, how do I find that thing that just lights me up or that thing that just works? How do I approach something without it being like, oh, this is super hard? How do I know it's going to end up being something great in the end rather than just something that's uncomfortable and stays uncomfortable? So Alana from Combined by Alana, she came on the podcast and said, you can try anything for three days, just three days, and that's all it takes to figure out how it makes you feel. So let's take that approach here and I want you to, you know, scroll through our Instagram for my self-care tips on Dare to Self-Care Pod on Instagram. Watch my YouTube video on 50 self-care tips to find things that speak to you most, or just listen to this podcast and you hear at the top of every episode their self-care tip. Find things that you want to try. So I want you to pause this episode while you're feeling inspired, while you're feeling motivated so that you actually do it. And I want you to write down four things that you've always wanted to try or that seems like it might be something you enjoy. Or even something you already know you like to do, but you just don't make the time for it or you don't ever keep it consistent by doing it every morning and really incorporating it into your routine. Choose a mix of things and just write down four things. So now we're going to unpause the podcast. We're back. And now this week, try one of those things. Choose one thing and try it out for three days in a row. You could try it out in different ways. You could try it out at different times of the day. And then I want you to write down on your phone or journal on it at the end of each day, how you're feeling. How do you feel after that day, after having included that practice within your day? You can write down right after you do the practice. You can write down at the end of the day. 
And it can be anything, whether it's five minutes of silence in your day, meditation music while you wash up for bed, making your gratitude list every morning, not looking at your phone for an hour every day. Let's get into a bit of a list, if you will, of more ideas on things that you can incorporate into your routine or try out that might be helpful. So something that I love is a five-minute journal. So you can grab the prompts just from Google Images or you can buy the book. I personally love having the book. I know that I use it every day. It's on my nightstand. It's about $25 and I'm obsessed with it. So the five-minute journal, the reason I love it is it allows you to practice gratitude, productivity, reflection, self-affirmations, all of it in just a couple of minutes every single morning and every single night. So this is my favorite way to practice self-care because it's quick, it's easy, it's efficient, and it's very effective. I've seen so much value in my life. I have two YouTube videos on how it's changed my life, one after one year of using it and another after a few years of using it. If you want, I can download the audio of that onto this podcast and you can listen to it here. But that is one thing I absolutely love. I'm big on one thing that's going to get a lot of things done in one, so I love that it has all of those different components in just a few minutes. Another thing that does that for me actually is something I did this morning. It's called The Class, formerly known as The Class by Taryn Toomey. It is my client for PR. And yes, at first glance, it's a workout class, but really it's a cathartic workout experience. I get my breath work in. I get my meditation in. I get my self-reflection in. I get my shaking in, my tapping in, my moving my energy out, my movement, all of it, my cardio, my sweat all of it in one. I get my spiritual and my fitness practice all in one and my breath work. Like I just feel like I'm getting it all done in one. So for me, for someone who's super on the go, I like finding things like this that will allow me to practice self-care in so many different ways and add so much value to my life with just one practice. So some other things you could do is simple things, taking a shower without listening to any content, no music, just tune in and relax. You might realize it's the one time in your day where you actually just like hear the voices in your in your head, notice where your mind goes, and it might be uncomfortable, similar to meditation, but it's also a great place to start with discomfort and develop more self-awareness. Where does your mind go? You can journal on it after or just give yourself almost journal prompts in your head. How am I feeling? How was my day? What could have made my day better? What did I love about today? What did I love about this week? Do your gratitude list in your head while you're in the shower. Do anything you want or just simply tune in, breathe, feel the shower on your skin, like whatever it is, it's just a good little practice to get into to develop some self-awareness and also just tune in. Take a cold shower. You could do Wim Hof breath work or four, seven, eight box breathing. So you breathe in for four, hold for seven, release for eight. If I'm feeling super anxious, I will literally do that for 20 seconds in my day. I'll do it before bed if I feel anxious. It's just a little quick practice that you can tap into. You can do a meditation on the Calm app. You can try to get movement in every day and see how that affects you, whether it's stretching for 10 minutes, working out every morning, getting an hour walk in in the morning, whatever that means to you. See how you feel after moving every single day for three days. You can try anything when it comes to journaling. You can do free writing in your journal. There's something called the morning pages where you just fill up three pages. I'm pretty sure it's like 10 minutes in the morning, you just see where your mind goes first thing in your morning in the morning, where your mind's the clearest and just free write. Or something Amanda Wan, last week's guest on this podcast, said is that she finds journal prompts on Pinterest every single morning. 
and she just finds what prompts speak to her and answer the prompts. I think that's a great way to really tune in, to get curious, to challenge yourself, and just have a purpose and an intention behind your journaling practice. You can also, again, super efficient, do a walking meditation while you're getting your walk in. You're listening to a podcast or a YouTube video or something on the Calm app that's a walking meditation. You can take 10 minutes in your day to play with your dog with no phone or making sure you read for 20 minutes every day. Obviously, this isn't realistic for every single day, but just to create a habit out of it and also for your three-day practice, you should do it every day for three days and see how it contributes or adds value to your day. This one I kind of mentioned before, finding a therapist. Spend these next three days doing your research, psychology today, scroll through. Honestly, Instagram, there's shrink chicks on Instagram. They have a amazing, amazing, funny, relatable podcast. There are two therapists that run a therapist group. I'm pretty sure it's called like Westchester Therapy Group or something, and they're so relatable. I'm obsessed with their podcast. Definitely give it a listen. You can see if any of their therapists on their website speak to you. Scroll around on Instagram for other, you know, therapists on Instagram that might feel relatable. Ask around for referrals. Your friend's therapist might have a referral for you. Things like that. Just spend these three days finding a therapist and try them out. Do not get discouraged when you don't love a first therapist. It's the same thing as dating. It could take you a while to find that right person. But once you do, it adds so much value to your life. So don't give up. There's also different types of therapy. There's cognitive behavioral therapy. There's grief counseling. So take these next three days to do your research on that as well. Another thing that I find interesting is I came up with this idea because I love the podcast. You could have your own little audio journal podcast that's private just for you. If writing isn't your thing, if you don't necessarily want to do therapy yet, talking things out with yourself for no one to ever see, you could delete it right after. But there's something really cathartic about just speaking your mind to the universe, to yourself, but like speaking it out. Maybe writing's not your thing, but speaking is. Another thing people love is affirmations. You can repeat something that you want to believe yourself that makes you feel confident, makes you feel peaceful, whatever you need in your life, however you want to feel every morning, start repeating it to yourself. So those are just some ideas. You can go look up more ideas. I'm sure you've heard of many self-care practices, especially if you're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to choose four, and for three days each week, For the next month, you're going to try out different things. Maybe you're feeling super ambitious and you'll do two a week. Whatever it is, you'll find what works for you. Same goes for a workout. If you are someone that's like, I hate working out, honestly, I hate to be a bitch, but there's no excuse at this point because there are so many different types of workouts. You might hate going to the gym and doing strength training. Fine. You might hate doing yoga. Fine. But there's so many different types of workout classes and try out class pass, try out YouTube videos. The class that I was telling you about, it's literally called the class, is such a different spiritual cardio experience than let's say even doing a dance workout like 305 Fitness or Dance Body that's super fun or Melissa Wood Health that's a calming Pilates or getting into running. Like whatever it is, there's so many different practices. The amount of workout classes there are now, like I take a meditation strength training high intensity workout class. It's called Mind Body Project. You can use my code GENMBP for your first class for free. But just an example of like high intensity mindful practice, like what? There's just way too many things to get into these days where 
it's really fun to just try out all the different classes and see what makes you feel your best. And then you get super into that. I mean, it is a scientific chemical explanation working out. Like I, I, you can't say you don't like working out. Obviously it's challenging, but it's a mental challenge and it's so good for you mentally as well as it is physically. And it's literally a chemical scientific explanation of what it does to your endorphins and to your mental health and to your energy levels. Like it's, it's scientifically proven. Everyone can enjoy a workout and it can make you feel your best if you just find what works for you. So I want to hear about your guys' progress. What are you liking? What are you disliking? DM me at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's. I want to hear what self-care practices you end up loving or hating. That's interesting as well. I will definitely share it with the rest of the community next week or next month whenever you guys give me the intel, the inside scoop. Let me know if you guys like these shorter 20-minute episodes for solo episodes. Usually I feel like I honestly could fill these up with like 45 minutes, but let me know if you like this length. And if you got value from this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, all of the things, and I will see you guys next week. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm here for you on this journey. Let me know if you need any guidance, any help sticking to these habits, and we can get into that in a whole nother episode. All right, I'll see you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I would so appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, review, and definitely subscribe so that you don't miss another insightful episode. You can also engage with the community on the Dare to Self Care podcast Instagram. So definitely join us all there and I will see you guys next week. Bye.